Welcome to the Business Bites Podcast, the podcast for busy entrepreneurs. Whether you're an online entrepreneur or seeking after brick and mortar success, this podcast brings you quick bites of content so you can learn and grow anywhere you are. Now here's your host, Rachel Brainkey. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the Business Bites Podcast. I am your hostess, Rachel Branke, and we're going to do something a little different on today's episode. We are going to be talking to a listener of the podcast who's going to share with you some top tips of how you can not only just get into the podcast, but actually take active steps out of the podcast, implement them into their business, and grow your business to success. She is a homeschooling mama of four, and Brandilyn, you're a capture of life. I absolutely love how your bio says that. <laughs> she helps female entrepreneurs elevate their businesses through personal brand photography, which you guys know by my Instagram, I'm a huge proponent of. And she's obsessed with chai tea, podcast, inappropriate hip hop. Oh, we should like soul sisters <laughs> and going to target way too much in family vacations. Meet my sister from a completely different family, Brandon <laughs> Davidson. Thanks for coming. So pumped to be here. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited. I kind of blindsided her with, uh, she'd sent me a message like, thanks for your podcast. And I'm like, hey, you want to come on? <laughs> and I was like, sure. Yeah, you know, and I'm so thankful for your time with it. Can you share with the listeners a little bit about you, kind of your background and your path to entrepreneurship? Yeah, well, you kind of, you know, through my bio, that's kind of what's going on with me right now as far as homeschooling, four kids personal brand photographer. But um, I think it really all began with when I had my first child and I started wanting to capture every little bit of it. And that just slowly evolved into starting my own portrait photography business, which was, um, that was, you know, almost 14 years ago. And I loved that I was able to have my own schedule and be home with my babies still. And I loved doing portrait photography. I did that, you know, professionally for about 10 years. And it wasn't until last year that I was introduced to the concept of working with entrepreneurs, you know, to tell their stories through photography. And I was like, yes, please, this is what I want to do. I, I'm just so inspired by people following their dreams and going after big goals. And so being able to support entrepreneurs doing that and still use my love and my talents for photography, it was just a perfect match made in heaven. <laughs> no, I love that because women helping women is a big, you know, um, conversation in uh, entrepreneurship now. And I feel like that's how mine started too. I got into all of this mm -hmm. because I wanted other moms specifically to be able to have flexible career, portable careers, be there for their family, be there to pursue their own dreams and goals, even outside of entrepreneurship. So I love that. Yes. But if you could go back in time, what would you tell yourself or change from the beginning of entrepreneurship? Oh, that question gives me chills. Um, <laughs> gosh, I think I would just say to believe in myself more and not doubt myself. And I mean, that's something I'm still struggling with, you know, now. So I think really to trust in myself, trust in my abilities and go for imperfect action. Just do it. <laughs> yes. 
Yes, you know, and that, it took me a while to really embrace the whole low-hanging fruit. Imperfect is better mm -hmm. than not done at all. And so I agree uh, with you. Yes. Do you think that's also the hardest lesson you've learned? Or do you maybe have hmm. that stands out in mind as your hardest lesson? My hardest lesson through entrepreneurship? Yeah. Or does life that has impacted life? Life? Oh, gosh. I think, well, you know, one that stands out for me is being confident. And um, in fact, there's this quote that I just heard on a different podcast that said, your uniqueness is not a weakness. And I think kind of, um, what's the word? Um, maybe you should cut this part out. No, I love it because I feel like <laughs> this pressure from when you're even like in elementary and middle school just in life to conform to what everyone else is doing and I have found that yes. over myself in entrepreneurship so much so that I feel like I in the last few years I actually damaged my business in a way because I was trying so hard to fit into mainstream acceptance and not embracing the uniqueness of my story and what I have to offer yes exactly yes and I think our authenticity that's what makes us um you know, special and attracts certain people to us. And mm -hmm. I also think that, um, yeah, just really kind of being in that and being confident in that, um, is it's invaluable. For now, sure. I, and this is probably a bit more than this episode was going to go, but I find that by having a solid business plan built on uniqueness, it forces me to kind of stick with it. It allows me to, when I start being, you know, scrolling through Instagram and start panicking, oh, my image aren't as great, or I'm not giving out this message, or I'm not doing X, Y, and Z. It keeps me from being like, oh, shiny, I need to go do that. You know, it keeps me very focused yeah. by focusing plan itself. Um, mm -hmm. You see from just, yeah, being distracted and then feeling unworthy. Um, it's easy yeah. to scroll on by and keep focusing on what I'm doing. Oh man. Yeah. And I, I think like to it. be a, a leader too, is like, you yeah. can't be conforming. You need to be doing your own thing, you know? You know, and that, you know, what's interesting is that and maybe this podcast isn't going to go the way we thought it. And that's cool. I love our open <laughs> conversation because I think sometimes those that may not be type A and leadership style, because we all have our own, we all fit different pieces of the puzzle together. I still think there's an element of leadership that all entrepreneurs, you have to have. And mm -hmm. you know, I've coached and consulted entrepreneurs who have realized they don't want to be a leader and they don't want to be the owner. They don't want to be the CEO that's okay. They want to be the doer. So like for photographers, mm -hmm. they've moved into working for other people, um, you know, and it's still allow them flexibility, but yeah, you know, and it's that uniqueness doesn't mean you have to necessarily be so drastically unique. It could just be in the way that you present yourself, the way that you lead your specific skill set or difference from others. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Could not agree more. <laughs> Oh, right. And I know that we're both unique and that's how we've both attracted to one another. But what I really want to mm -hmm. hear you through this episode is how do you approach podcasts? There's so many out there. How do you make a plan on what you're going to listen to? When do you listen to and how do you act on them? Yeah, well, like like you mentioned in my bio, I am obsessed with podcasts. I, I think it's because, and I actually, I banned the word busy from my vocabulary a while ago. So I'll say as a 
mother and business owner with a lot on my plate. How's that? Um, (laughs) I love podcasts because I'm able to consume information when I'd otherwise not be able to. So while I'm folding laundry or while I'm driving, working out, making dinner, um, those are just examples of a few times that I listen. But I'd love to sit and read books all day, but that's just not realistic for my life. So mm-hmm. it's a, a really accessible way for me to consume information that applies to my life or that I'm interested in. And I listen to quite a few different podcasts, but most of them I'd say are either in the business entrepreneurial based group, or I also really love um, self-help mindset type podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I actually put together a list of my top 10 podcasts for female entrepreneurs, which of course the Business Fights is on. So you have to link to that. Yes. And actually guys, I will link it. It's going to be episode 78. So go to rachelbranke.com forward slash EPI 78. And I'm going to link her um, top 10 10 podcast for entrepreneurs. (laughs) Awesome. All right. So how do you make time to listen to them? Oh gosh. Well, I think I really don't. That's why, that's why I love them so much is because I'm able to listen as I'm doing other things. And that one thing I wanted to point out was um, there are so many times when I'm listening to a podcast and, you know, say I'm making dinner and the kids are talking and before I know it, my mind's wandering and I wonder if I'm even absorbing any information at all. But I am always surprised at the information I still soak up, even when the circumstances are not perfect. So I just encourage everyone to listen. And I think you might be surprised at what you pick up too. Awesome. And then how do you make the connection? Because, and I think this is also identifying what type of learner that you are. Because for me, Mm. I used to think I was good multitasker and I semi am, but I find that like I'll be doing laundry, trying to listen to a podcast. The next thing I know, the laundry is not getting done because I'm writing notes. So (laughs) how do you doing other stuff and then going and cementing what you've just listened to? Yeah. Well, I, I thought about that a lot, you know, after you asked me about that. And so And I kind of was trying to pay attention to what I do. And there's three things I found that helped me get the most out of podcasts and really absorb that information. But like you're saying, more importantly, how I actually implement them into my life and my daily business. And the first thing that I do, which I'm sure is no revelation, and you just said it, is to write it down. I really, I'm a huge, huge believer in the power of putting pen to paper (laughs) But um, often I don't have access to paper, you know, when I'm at the gym. And so Mm -hmm. when I hear something that, yeah, so if I hear something that really hits me or that I don't want to forget, I'll pause the podcast and rewind it. And then I open up the notes app on my phone and I'll just write it out so that I don't forget it. But I have a lot of, you know, friends or like you who have a little special notebook for goals and notes and all that. And they'll put, you know, the things that impact them Mm -hmm. in that. I've also heard people that will actually ask Siri to record a voice memo and then you can record it back, you know, like say it back. But Mm -hmm. I don't know about you. I swear Siri screws everything up. (laughs) 
It's like an ongoing joke in our house. We're like, come on, Siri. Broccoli sprouts, and then you do your marketing, and I'll be like, what? What? (laughs) Like, what? What was it supposed to mean? Yeah, yeah. No, you know, I've done. I do dictation for. Um, sometimes with my staff and such, but definitely if I'm trying to retain something, physically writing it down. In fact, as we're talking here, mm-hmm. I'm writing physical notes as opposed to typing or putting it onto my phone. And I don't know, maybe I'm just old school. I was the same way during law school. Everyone else had their computers and I had an old printed stack of papers and I just wrote and wrote and wrote. And so for me, that's really key on any education, but especially podcasts, because there's nothing visual to see. I mean, there may be mm-hmm. transcripts and show notes like we do, but even then, by then I've already re- listened to the whole podcast and it's not the same as like slides or whatever or notes. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now when you write these, are you putting deadlines or how do you force yourself to do the action? Well, um, okay. Well, yeah, so that would be kind of the second step that I was going to mention was to actually stop and write down how you can actually implement what you just heard. So, you know, you just wrote down this quote or this line that just really impacted you, but then now you need to write down how you can actually implement that. So For example, so say I'm listening to the Business Bites podcast, and so this is just a podcast you you did a little bit ago with um, Mandy Holmes about outsourcing. And so let's say she says something like, you know, it's only when we can let go of what we're we're holding on to that we can find the help that we need. And I'm like, oh, yes. Well, I might, the action I write down might be something like, okay, I'm going to log my time for an entire week and then take inventory of what things are good uses of my time and evaluate things I could potentially outsource to someone else. So essentially just taking what you hear and turning it into an actionable plan. I think that's that's key for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so in creating that plan, do you pull in other resources to help supplement it? I know because for me, sometimes I fall down a hole of going, oh, I'm going to write how I'm going to do this. But now I also need some help on how to do this. And now here's four more <laughs> books that I need to listen to. on. <laughs> I Okay, we are like so similar. That's hilarious. Yes. I mean, Yeah, I mean, it's not like I do this with every single podcast that I listen to. It's really just if something really impacts me and I can easily see that connection. But sometimes I think it might come later. You know, you might write down these quotes or these um, little bits of information and maybe I'll go back and read it and I'm like, oh my goodness, and it can apply to me now. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. All right, so write it down first, write how you're going to do it and what's your third tip? Mm -hmm. So the third one is, and I think it's the most powerful thing, and it's to share what I learned with my friends or my husband or whoever will listen. (laughs) But um, there's a quote that goes something like, people learn best when teaching others. And I really believe that. In fact, I've experienced that through homeschooling my kids, you know, like I'm like, uh, did I, did we really learn this in school? And I'm sure we probably did. I just don't remember, but now I do because I'm teaching it. So, um, you know, speaking of school, it's kind of like the whole reading comprehension thing that they teach in school, you know, being able to tell the gist of a story in your own words. So I think that has a lot of power. And then I think 
the real key is not only just repeating back the message, but seeing how it could specifically apply to a particular situation or a problem. Mm -hmm. So like, say you're, you know, chatting with a friend or a business, a business colleague and something comes up and that's when you're able to make those connections and share that message. I think that's where it really Mm -hmm. sinks in and, and becomes real for you, you know? And, you know, some of you listening may be thinking, I don't know who I'm going to share this with, you know, you guys, <laughs> you guys do it all the time in Facebook groups. You may not realize it because it's under the guise that you're helping somebody, right? You just think you're responding to another photographer's post or just trying to help them out. But then you, what you don't realize is you're actually sharing what you've learned before. Um, I think what Brandilyn's mm-hmm. also not even just that passive sharing, but being intentional. For me, I would spin this number three tip, share what I have learned, use it for marketing in your entrepreneurship. You know, I know Brandilyn does a really good job of it and we're going to link it on the show notes of her Instagram specifically. And you guys will see why I invited her on here because I also want to share with you guys and show you how other people are taking information from Business Bites working through these steps and then outputting it. But I think you can also be intentional, whether it's through Instagram, the way Brandilyn's do it, or just getting on the ground floor of your local community, maybe your chamber of commerce, there's local networking groups, and asking, can I come share what I've learned? A lot of them already have existing nights where they do like roundtable talks, or maybe you can become the facilitator of one. Um, if you don't have time, just simply see what's available, at least to begin, and that will blow wide open local marketing. Um, you know, I, that's a huge thing for us in this area. Every single time I go to one of these events, I am purposeful and commit myself to going. I do exactly what Brandon just said. I share what I've learned through something. I have walked away with clients every single time, you know, and even if you Mm -hmm. don't at least networks of other entrepreneurs who can commiserate maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and connecting, you know? Yeah. I think it's, that's a great way to connect. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Brandilyn, I love how you broke this straight down exactly how you do podcasts as the audience member. Write it first, write how to do it, and then share exactly what you've learned. Do you have any last tips for those that now are going to move forward? Re-listen to all the Business Buys podcasts so they can implement (laughs) steps with it. Do you have any other tips for them that they could use or just maybe an encouraging thought? Yeah. Um, and I totally have binged listened to business bites podcast, by the way, when I first found it, (laughs) but, um, yeah, I think one last thing I'd want to say is that repetition is the path to mastery. So if there's something that you really are passionate about or that you really want to learn more about, listen to episodes over and over again, Mm -hmm. because it's amazing the different things that catch your attention each time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. funny. My husband was just asking me, I'm watching Criminal Minds, the TV show on Netflix again for like the eighth oh. time. And he's like, why? <laughs> and I'm like, because I don't remember all the episodes, but I will pick up on something new each time. And the same thing is I've listened to the same audiobooks over and over. Love that tip. Yeah. That's great. Well, Brandilyn, thank you so much for your time today, guys. Um, you can find more about her, the link to the top 10 podcast for entrepreneurs at rachelbreaky.com forward slash EPI 78. 
Also, don't forget we have a Facebook group to search Business Bites. It's also on the same link with all of Brandilyn's great information and Instagram handles and everything so you can get connected with her, see how she's implementing her knowledge from podcasts into entrepreneurship and kicking butt at the same time. Thanks for joining Rachel on this episode of the Business Bites. For show notes, a list of recommended tools or referenced episodes, you can find them at businessbitespodcast.com. Until next time.